Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room, and Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. In today's episode, we've got some waiver pickups uh, looking ahead to next week. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, injury updates, as well as matchups and DFS value plays for Thursday. But first, well, the Colorado Avalanche have had their games postponed through April 20th. Uh, and, you know, the the National Hockey League's already got a, an issue sort of raging with the Vancouver Canucks, the team that uh, has kind of fallen off the pace here of games played, and, and now we don't know when they're going to be back. Well, the Avalanche getting postponed through uh April 20th, uh, we know that there's an, another team with an outbreak. And uh, anytime these, thing, these things start, uh, it ends up, uh, it tends to spread uh, rather quickly. So uh, let's hope, keep our fingers crossed that uh, nothing expands beyond uh, what has happened so far with the Avalanche. But if they have three cases already, I'm pretty, pretty confident we're going to end up with more cases. Uh, and so Hopefully, uh, they find their way to navigate a, a way around this. Uh, in the case of the Canucks, you know, the Canucks aren't, they're not really contenders this year. Uh, if they ended up having to just kibosh the season, as disappointing as that might be, uh, there's no grand uh, impact in, in terms of, you know, oh, the Canucks uh, had a ch- shot at the Stanley Cup or something. They didn't. Uh, in the case of the Avalanche, well, yeah, they really do. And so uh, let's hope that this sort of gets sorted out uh, quickly. Uh, and I know that Philip Grubauer uh, being out sort of opened the door that, oh, maybe uh, Devin Dubnik is, is going to be a, a valued uh, player down the stretch here. Uh, and he still might be, uh, but in, in the short term, no one on the Avalanche will be. Uh, so this is uh, keep an eye on, on the Colorado Avalanche. Now let's take a look at Thursday's games. Uh, we'll start it up with uh, the Islanders losing 4-1 at the new look Boston Bruins. Uh, and Brad Marchand scored a pair of goals. He's got nine goals, seven assists in his past 10 games. David Pasternak uh, chipped in a couple of assists. Tuka Rask came back from injury, uh, stopped 22 of 23 shots, not a, not a super heavy workload. Now, Rask only has a 9-10 save percentage in 16 games this year, but uh, I think if you're the Bruins and you have you know any designs on doing something in the playoffs, you'd really like to have Tuka Rask there. Oh, and Taylor Hall, uh, he managed to score a goal for the Bruins. That's, uh, you know, <laughs> shouldn't be considered a big deal, but since he scored two goals in 37 games for Buffalo, maybe we need to uh, point out when Taylor Hall is getting goals. Uh, New Jersey lost 4-0 at the New York Rangers. Artemi Panarin uh, had two goals and an assist uh, for the Blue Shirts. That's uh, he, He's been one of the kind of hottest scorers in the league over the past month. Colin Blackwell had three assists uh, for the Rangers. He's got eight points in the past eight games. And Ryan Strom uh, had two assists. Uh, he has, what, 19 points in the past 16 games. And uh, so... The, the Blue Shirts kind of continue being a, a really strong team. The the Devils, a, a shell of their former selves, uh, are, are not a particularly strong team. Uh, Igor Shestyorkin needed to save 16 whole shots during that shutout. Uh, Artemi Panarin and Colin Blackwell were on the ice for four goals, four, and none against. Ryan Strom on the ice for three goals, four. For New Jersey, Nico Heischer on the ice for three goals against. Uh, Buffalo goes into Washington and shocks the Capitals, 5-2. Uh, newly acquired Sabre, Anders Bjork with a goal and assist. I don't know how much we're going to count on Anders Bjork for offense, but uh, it's something. Uh, and he's probably going to get some reps uh, down the stretch here, see whether or not he can uh, contribute a little bit. Uh, for Buffalo uh, center, Dylan Cousins had two assists. He's got four assists in his past three games. And in net, Dustin Tokarski saved 27 of 29 shots. Uh, 
that this is a rather unexpected result, given that Washington, yeah, yes, they couldn't go with Ilya Samsonov, and, and so Vitek Vanacek had to start. But uh, the Capitals should be kind of gearing up, uh, getting ready for the stretch run in the playoffs, and uh, to lose to a Buffalo team that is just sort of uh, in tatters is uh, that's bad news. Uh, anyway, uh, Nashville uh, went into Carolina and, and lost four uh, one. And, you know, you're on a hot streak like the Predators. Uh, all you need to do is go, go someplace like Carolina and find out that uh, you, you still got some work to do. Uh, for Carolina, Andrei Sveshnikov had a goal and assist. He's up playing with Sebastian Ajo. That's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, and Vincent Trocek, uh, maybe, maybe one of the most valuable players in fantasy this year, uh, given where he would have been picked up. Uh, he had a goal and assist uh, for the Hurricanes as well. Uh, Winnipeg. Uh, won 5-2 at Toronto. Uh, John Tavares, uh, Toronto's first-line center with Austin Matthews out. Uh, he had a goal and assist. Uh, but the, the big scoring came from Winnipeg. Kyle Connor, two goals and assist. Mark Scheifele, one goal, two assists. Nikolai Ehlers, two goals. Uh, this is the, the high upside that the Jets have. When the big guns get firing, uh, it's pretty tough to, to stop them. Neil Pionk added a couple of assists. Uh, and Connor Hellebuck stopped 31 of 33 shots. Uh, Hellebuck is uh, kind of back on track here. Uh, Maybe I don't know if he's necessarily contending for the Vesna again this year because uh, he, he start got off to a bit of a slow start, uh, but he he's, should be in that conversation. Uh, and the Jets' defense pairing of Derek Forbert and Neil Pionk was on the ice for three goals for and then against uh, in Toronto. Uh, Florida lost 3-2 in overtime at Tampa Bay. Alex Kalorn with a goal and assist, uh, he, snapping a, a slump. He had no points in his previous nine games. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky turned away 36 of 38 shots uh, for the Lightning. Uh, he is in the Vesna Trophy conversation. In fact, he's probably the heavy favorite uh, at this point. Uh, for Florida, a couple of assists for Marcus Nudivara, a uh, defenseman who doesn't uh, usually chip in a whole lot offensively. Uh, Philadelphia won 2-1 uh, in a shootout at Pittsburgh. Uh, obviously, no, no big offensive performances. Uh, and the goaltenders, Tristan Jerry for Pittsburgh, stopped 23 of 24 shots. And for Philadelphia, Carter Hart saved 25 of 26 shots. And look, any, any positive that Carter Hart can uh, muster up, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's uh, all the better because uh, the Flyers need him to kind of fix himself here uh, over the next uh, month or so just to kind of, so he doesn't go into the offseason in the in the state that he was uh, when he had his kind of lowest point of his recent slump. Uh, you, you, can't, you couldn't go into the offseason like that and think, oh, he'll be fine for next year. So if, if Carter Hart can play better the rest of the way, uh, that would at least... Uh, you know, ease the Flyers' minds about uh, whether or not he's capable of being their starter again uh, next season. Uh, Chicago uh, loses 4-1 at Detroit. Troy Stetcher with a pair of goals for the Red Wings. Don't see that every day. Uh, and two assists for Mark Stahl. Don't see that every day either. Uh, Thomas Grice stopped 24 of 25 shots uh, for Detroit. This is a tough one for Chicago. They, they need wins if they're going to uh, creep into that playoff uh, spot and uh, with with Nashville losing, opportunity was there for uh, Chicago to kind of close the gap, but uh, it was not to be. Uh, and then Columbus loses 4-1 at Dallas. Dennis Gurianov, two goals and an assist uh, for the Stars. He's, uh, I would say, underwhelmed uh, a bit this year, and uh, so kind of crucial for him to, if, if the Stars are going to climb back into the playoff uh, picture down the stretch, they probably need him to uh, get scoring. Uh, and so for the Stars, uh, Jamie Benn and Jason Dickinson were both on the ice for three goals, four and none against in a 4-1 win. Uh, well, on the other hand, Columbus's Alexandra Texier and Olivia, Oliver Bjorkstrand, whoa, easy for me to say, uh, were on the ice for three goals against. So when we come back, we will take a look at some possible waiver pickups 
uh, for next week. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive design of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings that are sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and it's fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So now we're going to start uh, looking at some waiver pickups for next week. Uh, and obviously keep in mind that the uh, Colorado Avalanche uh, are now not not only uh, you know not desirable, but uh, kind of have to avoid uh, them altogether. Uh, and, uh, along with the Anaheim Ducks, Edmonton Oilers, Washington Capitals, uh, they only have two games. And so as you're kind of winding down your fantasy season, if you're in the playoffs, you may have to start making some tough decisions on uh, on players there. Uh, in my uh, chat on The Athletic today, I uh, had someone ask about Anthony Mantha. And, you know, Mantha has scored a couple goals in his first two games with Washington, and it's a great op- opportunity for him there. And, and you know, you can be reasonably optimistic about him. But if you're going into next week and you have a tough matchup, uh, is two games from Anthony Mantha going to be enough? Probably not. You're going to... You know, there are enough teams here that have four games next week that you're, you're going to look uh, elsewhere. And so let's take a look uh, at who, who is out there. Uh, we'll start with Boston. Uh, the Bruins uh, have three games at Buffalo. Uh, so that, that alone is uh, appealing, but they also have one more against Pittsburgh. So there's a, a four-game week for the Bruins. And Craig Smith uh, playing with Krejci and Taylor Hall. Uh, and, and Smith has been playing well in his own right. I think he has 13 points in his past 10 games. Uh, that's worthwhile. Krejci, the fact that he's between Smith and Hall, I think there's value uh, there. And if you're looking on the blue line, maybe Mike Riley. I think the the Bruins are uh, certainly they've had, they've had their share of injuries and, and so on on the blue line, and, and they weren't that deep to begin with. Uh, but that they're sort of finding in the early going with Mike Riley that uh, he he is what the doctor ordered back there, a guy who can uh, move the puck and get it up to their forwards and. Uh, maybe uh, there's going to be some some room for him on on the power play even if it's just the second unit uh you know you could consider Mike Riley uh for the next week uh now from buffalo i mean there are several options i suppose here uh, of young guys uh to consider and and one would be Tage Thompson uh who i mean he's available pretty much everywhere uh, and Thompson hasn't put up huge numbers yet uh but one of the things is the he's generating shots and uh, I, I would say, you know, you're, you're probably in a super deep league if you're considering Tage Thompson. Uh, but as somebody, if you just want to kind of monitor what's happening with the Sabres, he's one guy uh, to keep an eye on. And uh, you know what, I've got, I've got another Sabre to talk about, but I'll, I'll save him for digging deep. Uh, Calgary, uh, they've got 
well, they're, you know what? They're not going to have four games next week. Because <laughs> Vancouver was one of their games and Calgary's not going to be able. I don't think that's going to be happening. So uh, I, I was going to say Michael Backlund's a pretty good, pretty good bet. He's been playing well for uh, Calgary and getting uh, lots of ice time under Daryl Sutter. Uh, but considering they're da- down to a three-game week, that's a little less appealing. Uh, Carolina, uh, they've got a couple games at Tampa Bay, a couple games at Florida. Uh, Brett Pesci is probably the, uh, the best bet among hurricanes that are out there and available. Um, you know, they, they obviously have better players than Brett Pesci, but we're talking about guys who you might be able to find on the waiver wire and, uh, Pesci contributes a little bit offensively, but he also adds in block shots. And uh, when, if you need, uh, those categories, then, then Pesci, uh, might give you some value. Uh, Columbus, they have two games at Florida and at Tampa Bay. They're sort of on the, uh, uh the flip side of Carolina. Uh, go with Jack Roslovic. Uh, uh, He's a, he's got seven points in his past seven games, uh, and you know you, there are just there aren't many guys on on Columbus who are uh, as productive as Roslovic, and he's still out there in, in a bunch of leagues. Um, you know that says something about uh, the talent on Columbus, uh, but you know you you're you're likely to get as much out of Jack Roslovic as you are out of Patrick Laine or Cam Atkinson, uh, two guys who are rostered in a whole bunch more leagues. Uh, for Dallas, uh, they've got uh, four pack of games against Detroit. Uh, two at home, two on the road. Uh, and of course, my, my weekly uh, suggestion would be pick up Jason Robertson. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't believe he's still uh, available in as many leagues as he is. Uh, he's pretty much you know, scoring a point a game and getting three shots per game for more than a month. Uh, that, that, that ought to find his way onto your fantasy roster. But uh, if not, if uh, Jason Robertson's already gone, uh, Jamie Alexiak, he's not putting up a ton of points, but he is putting up a, a ton of hits and block shots. Uh, again, if, if you need those categories, uh, Alexiak does have value there. Uh, for Detroit, uh, also having a, a four-game week against Dallas, uh, how about Adam Ernie on an eight-game point streak? You know, there was a time about a month ago where he scored two power play goals in the game, and I, and I <laughs> mentioned it on Twitter, like, what's going on that Adam Ernie is, is getting uh, this kind of power play time for Detroit? Uh, and well, he's taken advantage of, of the opportunities, you know, that are presented on, on a perilously thin Red Wings team. Uh, and now Ernie, and it's not like they're playing him in, in a super prime time position, uh, right now, but guy has eight points in, in his past eight games. Let's, uh, give him some credit, uh, for Florida, uh, they've got, uh, two games against Columbus, two games against Carolina. How about Nikita, Gus- Nikita Gusev, uh, who had a disaster of a season in New Jersey, uh, and they, Terminated his contract, and I'm sure he was happy to just get out and start over, uh, especially when he uh, arrives in Florida and Carter Verhage is hurt. So new, so the Panthers say, all right, uh, we're going to put you up on the top line uh, next to Alexander Barkov. Uh, and so that's where Gusev's uh, opportunity is right now. And I, I, I'd recommend just about anybody who's going to get the opportunity to play with uh, Barkov. So on the other side, I guess there's Mason Marchment, so you could try him too. Uh, but uh, you know, those guys are available just about everywhere. Uh, for Minnesota, uh, they have a couple games at Arizona uh, and then at LA and at San Jose. Maybe try Matt Zuccarello. He, he had you know an amazing start when he uh, got into the lineup this year. Uh, then he went through a bit of a slump. Then he scored a couple goals last game. Uh, so maybe uh, starting to emerge out of that slump. Uh, to Montreal, and now this, this might be the, uh, you know, the sexy pick uh, for the waiver wire, is Cole Caulfield. Uh, the uh, big big scorer at the University of Wisconsin, uh, big in terms of scoring, not big in terms of stature, uh, is that uh, you know he he's uh, been called up to the uh, Canadians taxi squad and might be ready to 
to make his debut uh, at any moment here. And and I think if you're Montreal and you Brendan Gallagher's out and you're looking for uh, you know some way to kind of replace uh, we lost with Brendan Gallagher, Cole Caulfield is not the same kind of player. Uh, they, they are similarly short, uh, but you know Caulfield is is a sniper, uh, and and that's really you know something you know any team wants uh but montreal has been kind of looking for a a, a guy who can really shoot the puck and, and finish plays uh, and so uh, with gallagher out maybe there's an opportunity here for cole caulfield uh to make a difference down the stretch and uh it would not surprise me uh, if he gets a shot uh in montreal very soon uh new jersey uh now this is a a depleted roster and they play at pittsburgh three times and then at philadelphia uh it it's really tough to to go for any of the supporting cast uh, in New Jersey, um, you know, yes, Jesper Bratt has been my uh, my go-to recommendation for them for you know the better part of a month, uh, but he's injured right now, and so you're, you're probably your best bet is Jack Hughes or Nico Heischer, uh, who are still available in you know more than half of uh, leagues, uh, and and you kind of hope uh, that that they can get something done because it's not easy when you've got. I mean, if you if you look through the the New Jersey depth chart right now, it looks like they have at least half a dozen forwards who are on tryouts, uh, and you know that you don't know really whether they are legit NHL forwards. Uh, and so, when you're Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer, um, you know you, you you might want a little bit more support than that. Uh, but that's kind of that's where they are at this stage of the season. Now, for the New York Rangers, Colin Blackwell uh, is is a, worth a look. Uh, Rangers have a game at the Islanders, uh, two at home against Philadelphia, and then one against Buffalo. And Blackwell, as I said, has eight points in the past eight games. Uh, definitely uh, worth considering. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, who have New Jersey for three, uh, and then uh, the Boston Bruins. Well, Jared McCann uh, has just been you know, lights out for them over the past month, um, basically taking over that second-line center role when Evgeny Malkin got hurt, uh, and the Penguins haven't missed a beat. Um, because of that. And, and so if McCann is still out there, highly recommend to get, grab him. Uh, if not, maybe consider Jeff Carter because you don't know, um, you know, what kind of impact he'll have in, in, in a new situation. Uh, he was generating a bunch of shots in LA and not finishing. You know, if all of a sudden he just started uh, getting a few better bounces, um, Carter might, might be able to, to score enough, give the Penguins some secondary offense. Uh, Tampa Bay, We've got two games against Carolina, two against Columbus, and and it's interesting the the supporting cast in, in Tampa Bay is sort of in, in a down mode at the moment, uh, and that's uh, you know Anthony Sorelli and Tyler Johnson. Um, Alex Kalorn had a goal and assist uh, the other night, but that's you know that that was his first points uh, after nine game scoreless drought. So uh, the one I, I'd look to is Ross Colton. Uh, who's not playing a ton, but he's got like six goals in the past eight games. I, I don't know whether I don't know whether I'm ready to, to add Ross Colton in uh, in a fantasy league because he's playing like ten minutes a game, uh, but uh, certainly worth having on your radar and, and uh, just see whether whether the Lightning are going to reach the point where they decide that you know what we could give Ross Colton you know fourteen minutes a night instead of ten uh, and see what happens there. Now for Toronto. Uh, well, they're not going to have four games either. They, they had Vancouver on their schedule uh, for next week. And, and so unless there is a, uh, a shift that allows them to get Vancouver in, uh, the Leafs are only going to have three games, and they're all against Winnipeg. Um, if you have to recommend one, uh, I would, was going to go with Alex Galchenyuk, a guy who's at least uh, playing in their top six. And, you know, he, he only has, I think, seven points in 14 games uh, with Toronto. Uh, but... Uh, 
he's created chances. He's, and he hasn't looked out of place when playing with really good players. And so I think, you know, I, I'm not high, not, there's not a high recommendation here on Alex Galchenyuk, but uh, deep league and, and you kind of need somebody who, who has some upside, uh, he, he's worth considering. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and they have a bunch of great flavors. They, uh, they finished a uh, bracket uh, contest uh, and uh, the winner... Uh, was coconut almond chunk, uh, which you know didn't have my vote, so I'm, I'm you know I'm not going to protest it because, uh, as I said through through the entire uh, Bilt Bar madness, uh, that uh, there are no losers. Uh, but my my preferred uh, Bilt Bars are peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, uh, but uh, they have all kinds of great flavors: uh, lemon almond cheesecake and cherry barcia, cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, raspberry, super popular, but they're, they're all covered in 100% chocolate and they're high protein, low calorie, low sugar, low carbs. Um, so go to builtbar.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off at builtbar.com. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. I'm going to give you tips, insights, and analysis for season-long in Dynasty Leagues and DFS. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy NHL on Twitter. You want to fire off an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyHockey at gmail.com. Now, every episode, I recommend one player rostered in 5% or fewer of Yahoo Leagues. Maybe it's a player to put on your radar for the future, although we're getting late in the season for that. Uh, or maybe you need to rush to the waiver wire, but they'll likely be available. Uh, and today we're going with Buffalo Sabres center uh, and right winger Dylan Cousins, who's had some challenges during his rookie season, a few injuries, uh, in addition to playing for a Sabres team that is sinking like a stone. Uh, but Cousins is likely to play a lot down the stretch and has four assists in three games since returning to the lineup. He's rostered in just 3% of Yahoo leagues. Now, a couple of injury updates before we get into Friday's schedule on betonline.ag. Uh, Washington goaltender Ilya Samsonov is day-to-day with an upper body injury. That's why uh, Vitek Vanacek uh, started Thursday night and he didn't finish. Uh, but uh, the Capitals, th- this is one of their areas that they, I, I think they, they need Samsonov to kind of get on track before the, uh, the playoffs begin. It's been an uneven season for him. Uh, uh, COVID absence and, and, and he just hasn't uh, kind of risen to the challenge, I guess, to, to be the, the number one goaltender. Uh, and and they need him to be because Van, Vanacek, while he's uh, Vanacek is probably overachieved as the backup. Uh, I don't think the Capitals want to want to pin their Stanley Cup hopes on Vitek Vanacek uh, and Craig Anderson for uh, all the all the efforts that he might be able to put in for them as a 39 year old. I don't think uh, they can count on Anderson to lead them to the Cup either. So the Capitals need Ilya Samsonov back and they need him healthy and playing well down the stretch. But right now, uh, dealing with upper body injury. Uh, Sabres right winger Kyle Pozo out after taking a puck in the face. Uh, don't know how, how long term that will be. Uh, but frankly, the Sabres, they kind of need a Pozo just to fill out a lineup with, with a, a few NHL players. Uh, Dallas, their defense, their Mark Pesic and Andre Sekera have lower body injuries. Uh, Sekera is, is sort of on, on, on again, off again. He won't play back-to-back games as he deals with his, but uh and then Detroit, uh, left winger Evgeny Sveshnikov, also an upper body injury. Okay, let's take a look at Friday's NHL schedule on betonline.ag. Uh, first first game, we've got Calgary, plus 121 at Montreal. Uh, I think, you know, the Flames, 
have not really turned it around under Daryl Sutter. Uh, but part of that was is that they weren't getting goaltending. And now Jacob Markstrom, his past three starts, has been much better. Uh, now, I don't know how much you want to place on three starts. Not a lot, I would say. Uh, but if, if they are happening to get better goaltending, that gives them a, a chance here. Uh, against Montreal and uh, Montreal has had to go with Jake Allen uh, pretty on a pretty steady diet and uh, I think the the issue you get is when you bring in Jake Allen you think oh he's gonna su- sub in for Carey Price and uh, and it gives us a little more uh, breathing room well it does until all of a sudden Carey Price is out and then it has to be Jake Allen night in and night out and night in and night out and, and then it, it starts to catch up to you so uh uh, I'm not sure I love Calgary in this spot, but I, I certainly don't uh, don't feel great about Montreal uh, as the favorite at the moment. Uh, Boston minus 118 against the Islanders. I'm I'm interested to see uh, the the Bruins. I thought they made good moves at the deadline, getting Hall and Riley, uh, and you know with Tuka Rask back, Jeremy Swayman's going to be playing tonight, and, and Swayman's played uh, well for them since coming up. So uh, I think uh, you know Boston as a as a slight favorite. That's not too bad. Uh, San Jose, fairly big underdogs at Minnesota, plus 164. Uh, and it isn't so much that I love San Jose, it's that I, I would not pay the premium on Minnesota at like plus 182 or minus 182. Um, and so the, the Sharks, they're sort of on the fringe of, of you know, relevance for, the, for a playoff spot. And, and they, they need to uh, kind of secure some wins, but at the same time, uh, I, I don't see the you know, them being a real uh, team set up for a late season charge. It just doesn't look like that a roster is set up for that. Uh, then we had the Colorado uh, LA game, which is postponed, uh, which leaves us with one last game on the schedule and it's Vegas minus 237 at Anaheim. It's way too big a premium uh, for me as we've just seen the, the games from last night, uh, trying to take uh, a heavy favorite just because they should win. Uh, didn't work out so well. If you, if you took Washington last night, didn't work out so well. If, uh, if you took Chicago in Detroit, like the, just because uh, teams are kind of out of the playoff hunt does not eliminate their uh, competence altogether. And, and so, yes, Vegas should be favored at Anaheim. Uh, but if John Gibson goes in and steals the game, well, th- then what? Uh, you don't want to be paying a minus 237 premium there. So uh, that might be one to avoid. Anyway, thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Uh, let's grab some DFS lineup. Uh, recommendations for Friday skaters who are under $5,000 on DraftKings. We'll start with Vegas center, Thomas Noshek, uh, who's $3,700 uh, at Anaheim. And Noshek has 16 points in his past 19 games. And look at that price, giving him a shot. Uh, and he's going against Anaheim, which, uh, well, I can say on the one hand, yes, maybe John Gibson comes in and steals one for them. Uh, certainly the more, the more likely outcome is that Vegas just ends up winning the game. Uh, and so if Noshek gets a chance to contribute a, a point or two along the way. Uh, that, that gives you a pretty nice return. Uh, Bruins right winger Craig Smith is $3,800 against the Islanders. And, uh, you know, he was in pretty good slump for uh, the early portion of the season. Uh, and, his, you know, he's emerged out of it, you know, 13 points in his past 10 games. Uh, but, you know, the pricing hasn't, uh, I, I guess it hasn't caught up to it. Uh, and, and the fact that uh, Smith now has... Uh, Taylor Hall uh, on the other wing with with, with Krejci in the middle. Uh, I think that's pretty good, uh, pretty good spot to be for Craig Smith. And if he's uh, really firing the puck, uh, could get you a pretty nice return at thirty eight hundred dollars. Had another winger uh, set for tonight, but uh, it looks like uh, 
Valery Nachuchkin is not going to be playing uh, for the Colorado Avalanche, so we're going to move right over to the defenseman. Uh, San Jose's Eric Carlson, $4,600 uh, at Minnesota. You know, we're not getting vintage Eric Carlson, but we're getting a decent Eric Carlson. He has six points in the past nine games, uh, and it's it's unfortunate, really, to be looking at, at this version of Eric Carlson and think, well, there's some decent value there. Um, because you know he, he he should he's still yeah young enough player that he he should still be uh, vintage Eric Carlson but we're not getting that uh, and that's why his price is here on under five thousand uh, dollars Boston defenseman Mike Riley as I mentioned a guy who, who's uh, maybe looking at a, a pretty significant role for the Bruins because they realize that he's he's a better puck mover than uh, pretty much anything they've got available at the moment uh, and he's thirty three hundred dollars uh, against the Islanders now he has no goals. Um, so, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to be counting on him to uh, start lighting the lamp. Uh, but uh, if, he, if he manages to pick up an assist or two and uh, gets a few shots on goal, uh, that's, that's all right value at 3,300. Uh, and then, so, one, it's not a, a big schedule tonight with uh, uh, one of the games getting postponed. Uh, but uh, if we're looking at underdog goaltenders, I'll try John Gibson, $7,200 against Vegas. Uh, and... This is really nothing other than uh, Gibson's past few games. He's played pretty well. Uh, and basically it's when, when Gibson is healthy, uh, you know, he gives his team a chance to win. And then usually what happens is they, uh, they wear him down uh, with, with a heavy workload and, uh, and poor defense in front of him. And, and then he ends up getting hurt. Uh, but if he's uh, back and ready to play against Vegas tonight, uh, 7,200 for, for John Gibson uh, isn't the worst uh, play in the world. And so that will do it for this week. Enjoy the games. Check out my work on The Athletic and at McKean's Hockey as well as at scottcullenhockey.substack.com. Also, check out Locked on Fantasy Baseball where we've got, uh, we've got real games and analysis there too. It's fun. Uh, find these podcasts, subscribe, maybe drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked on Fantasy Hockey, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.